I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Senator, always a pleasure to be with you in person. Somebody's lying. I yep. think that's pretty clear. It's been very confusing over this Hunter Biden investigation. Did Weiss have authority? to actually bring charges. He's saying he did. He had the ability to do whatever he wanted to do. Whistleblowers are saying, no, you didn't, and we think we have the proof to show that you actually didn't. Or could it be that he did have the power and he chose not to? It's confusing. Break it down for us. Look, the past 10 days, things have gotten consistently worse for Merrick Garland. He is in the greatest legal jeopardy he has been since the day he took the oath to be attorney general. We now have two different IRS whistleblowers who have flat out accused him of lying under oath and of obstruction of justice. Not hardcore Republicans either, should be made clear. Uh, They are career IRS employees with no reason to lie that anyone knows. If what they're saying is true, Merrick Garland is guilty of serious felonies. If what they're saying is true, Merrick Garland should be impeached. If what they're saying is true... A special counsel should be appointed in the Department of Justice to consider charging Merrick Garland with lying under oath and obstruction of justice. Here, just a few months ago, you can see Garland testifying in front of the Senate, and and here's what he had to say. The U.S. attorney in Delaware has been uh, advised that he has full authority uh, to to make those kind of uh, referrals that you're talking about or to bring cases in other jurisdictions if he feels it's necessary. And I will assure that if he does, uh, he will be able to do that. Does the Delaware U.S. attorney lack independent charging authority over certain criminal allegations against the president's son outside of the district of Delaware? Um, he would have to bring, if it's in another district, he would have to bring the case in another district. But as I said, uh, I have promised to ensure that he's able to carry out uh, his investigation and that he be able to run it. And if he uh, uh, needs to bring it in another jurisdiction, he will have full authority to do that. You believe him. I mean, he said well, it there pretty clearly. Look, he said it under oath. Yeah. If he's knowingly lying, you just witnessed a felony. Now... The IRS whistleblowers said something completely contrary. Well, here, li- listen to, 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 because Garland elaborated it even more. So listen to Garland even further on, uh, under oath. Uh, under the regulations, that kind of act he would have to bring to me, uh, under, to the attorney general, under the regulations. Those kind of um, um, charging decisions would have to be brought. 
I would then have to, um, 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 you know, authorize it and uh, 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 permit uh, it to be brought in another jurisdiction. Um, and that is exactly what I promised to do here already. Um, that if he needs to do uh, bring a case in another jurisdiction, he will have my full authority to do that. Uh, has the Delaware U.S. attorney sought permission from uh, uh, permission of another U.S. attorney's office, such as in the District of Columbia or in California, to bring charges? If so, was it denied? So I, I don't know the answer to that. I do, uh, and I don't want to get into the internal elements of decision making by the U.S. attorney. But he has been advised that. Uh, he is not to be denied uh, anything that he needs, and uh, if that were to happen, um, it should uh, ascend through the department's ranks, and I have not heard anything uh, from that office to suggest uh, that uh, they are not able to do everything that the U.S. attorney wants to do. So th- there are several things in there to break down. Number one, the IRS whistleblowers have specifically alleged that Weiss asked the U.S. attorney in D.C., to bring charges and asked the U.S. attorney in the Central District of California to bring charges. The IRS whistleblowers allege that those district attorneys said no. Yeah. In our last podcast on Friday, we went, and and last week's podcast, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, did a deep dive into these facts. All three are worth listening to if you have not listened to them. But on on last Friday's podcast, we walked through how the U.S. attorney in D.C., was a political donor to Joe Biden, how the U.S. attorney in the Central District of California was a political donor to Kamala Harris, and at least what the IRS whistleblowers are saying, those U.S. attorneys said, no, we will not prosecute Hunter Biden. Uh, The other avenue is Weiss could have been named a special U.S. attorney able to bring charges outside of Delaware in other words, in D.C. or in the Central District of California. The reason that matters is the most serious of the charges Hunter faced were for conduct in 2014 and 2015 where the violations were committed either in D.C. or the Central District of California. So the Delaware U.S. attorney can't bring it in Delaware because he wasn't in Delaware when he committed the crime. Uh, He's got to bring it where the crime occurred. If the IRS whistleblower is right then what Merrick Garland said is flat out wrong. Now, it's interesting. He, you know, one of the things Chuck Grassley asked, he said, well, did Weiss ask to bring these, these charges? And, and Garland said, I don't know. Ignorance is bliss, right? Would work to his favor. So, so I have seen speculation from some observers that Weiss may have asked Lisa Monaco. Who's Lisa Monaco? Lisa Monaco is the deputy attorney general. The DAG is what she's called internally in in DOJ parlance. The DAG, the Deputy Attorney General, that that as a typical matter, U.S. attorneys report up through the DAG. It is possible that Lisa Monaco denied denied the request and never even let Merrick Garland know. If that's the case, then he's still lying because he's responsible if his henchmen under him are acting directly contrary to what he said then, then he doesn't get to go lie to Congress just because he remains willfully unaware of what's going on. Now, another development on June 30th, David Weiss sent a letter uh, back to Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan had sent an oversight letter asking about the investigation, and Weiss right now is sticking with Merrick Garland. So Weiss says several things in the letter. He says, number one, I'm not at liberty to provide you the materials you seek about the investigation. I am required to protect confidential law enforcement information, deliberative communications 
Uh, thus, I will not provide specific information related to the Hunter Biden investigation at this time. Secondly, he says, I, I, I will provide some, some general insight on two issues. First, the Department of Justice did not retaliate against an Internal Revenue Service uh, criminal supervisory special agent and whistleblower, as well as his entire investigative team for making protective disclosures to Congress. Because. Oh, wait, there is no because. That's all he says about it. He doesn't say what happened. He literally has one sentence. We did not retaliate. I'm not going to tell you why. I'm not going to give you any facts. I'm not going to respond. My answer is no. I got to say, Weiss is doing a good job channeling Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden, when asked about it, just goes, no. Yeah, no. Just like an old man on his lawn. No, no, get off my lawn. No. (laughs) Weiss, we did not retaliate. Um, Facts. The whistleblowers allege they were all removed from the case. I'm not aware that anyone disputes they were removed from the case. Were they removed from the case? Yes or no? Sorry, Weiss won't tell us. Were they removed for the case because they were whistleblowers? Yes or no? I'm sorry, Weiss won't tell us. This is a, a stonewalling, no, they were not retaliated against, and I don't have to tell you another damn word because I don't work for the American people. I am in the Department of Justice. Second, Weiss says, in my June 7th letter, I stated, quote, I've been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges and for making decisions necessary to preserve the integrity of the prosecution, consistent with federal law, the principles of federal prosecution and departmental regulations. I stand by what I wrote, and I wish to expand on what it means. And here's what he expands, he says. As the U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware, no charging authority is geographic. My charging authority is geographically limited to my home district. That's what I just said. Yeah. If venue in the case lies elsewhere... Common departmental practice is to contact the U.S. Attorney's Office for the district in question and determine whether it wants a, to partner in the case. If not, I may request special attorney status with the Attorney General pursuant to 28 U.S.C. Section 515. Here I have been assured that if necessary, after the above process, I would be granted 515 authority in the District of Columbia, the Central District of California, or any other district where charges could be brought in this matter. Now, notice what Weiss doesn't say. He doesn't say, did you ask the D.C. U.S. attorney to bring charges? Doesn't answer that. Did you ask the Central District of California uh, U.S. attorney to bring charges? He doesn't ask, answer that. Did you ask to be appointed a special attorney status so you could bring charges? He doesn't answer that. He just says, well, if necessary, I've been told after all of these processes, ultimately, I could. I would have the authority. I'll tell you what's a fact. The statute of limitations has run. On the most serious charges, there's a six-year statute of limitations when you commit a crime. Most crimes, there's a statute of limitations. And after that statute of limitations, you cannot be charged for the crime. One day after the statute of limitations, you're scot-free. What is a fact, to the very best of my knowledge, is the statute is run on the most serious crimes. They ran while David Weiss was allegedly investigating this. And this letter is saluting to the attorney general and saying, sir, yes, sir, I'm still on the team. But it is a fact that the charges were not brought. It is a fact that this sweetheart deal, which the Biden White House desperately, desperately, desperately wants to close the door on all investigations on Joe Biden, provides that Hunter Biden served not a minute in jail, not a day in jail, served no jail time at all for millions of dollars in tax fraud and... David Weiss nowhere addresses the most serious allegations in the whistleblower's claims. 
which are that DOJ blocked any and all investigations into Joe Biden's corruption. No asking about the big guy. And in fact, the DOJ tipped off Hunter Biden over and over and over again to thwart search warrants, to thwart investigations. This, at this point, the statements between Merrick Garland and David Weiss on one side and the two IRS whistleblowers on the other side are entirely in conflict. The whistleblowers, as I've noted, we have no reason to think they're lying. One of them is a gay Democrat who's married to a man. Both of them are career IRS employees. Neither of them have any indication that they're in any way, shape, or form Republican. And they've come over and risked their entire careers by calling out what appears to be a pattern of felonies. Here's what needs to happen. The House of Representatives needs to have a hearing with Merrick Garland at the table, with David Weiss at the table, and with the IRS whistleblowers at the table. Every one of them needs to raise their hand and take an oath and testify under oath. And you need real people who know how to cross-examine, find out who's telling the truth and find out who's lying. And if it's Merrick Garland, he should be impeached and he should be prosecuted. Let me tell you about our friends real quick at Augusta Precious Metals. If you are sick and tired of being stressed out over your retirement account and you've lost money and you're in retirement or close to retirement and there's no time to make up losses, you know how important it is to preserve your wealth. And that is where gold is being used right now by countless people all over the world. Augusta Precious Metals is the company that I trust. Why? Because they will sit down with you. Look over your financial portfolio, your timeline for retirement, or what your goals are, and see if gold is right for you. They can easily help you switch over to gold in your IRA or your 401k. So if you want a company that you can trust, a company that will talk to you one-on-one about what you are doing and your goals right now, check out Augusta Precious Metals. Their number, 877, the number four, gold IRA. They will send you an amazing investor's guide on gold, number one, and they'll do a one-on-one web conference with you. Their experts will talk to you about what your goals are and how gold may work well for you. 877, the number four, gold IRA, or online at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Senator, I got to ask you about Statue of Limitations. We mentioned this in one of the past podcasts, but it almost seems like Weiss understood two things. I probably don't want the power to be a special prosecutor where I can bring charges wherever I want to. That's that may be too much. He didn't want that. Right. He didn't want to have that that ability to do that because then he could say, hey, it's on that guy, that prosecutor who said no. And it's on that prosecutor. The other one that everybody seems to be now really focusing in on is did he slow play this investigation Mm -hmm. so he couldn't bring the most serious charges against the Bidens? So in other words, if you say every day you're investigating while the clock is ticking down to that time bomb, right, and you get past that moment, you won by default for the Bidens. So look, I don't know David Weiss. I've never met David Weiss. Um, The media, the corporate media loves saying he was the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney. Let me underscore, you cannot get appointed U.S. attorney without the explicit sign-off of both home state senators. In this case, Delaware's two home state senators are Chris Coons and Tom Carper. They are both Democrats. They are both partisan Democrats. That means, for all intents and purposes, David Weiss was the hand-picked selection of two Democrat senators from Delaware. And by the way, Every politician in Delaware is completely in bed with Joe Biden. Delaware is a tiny state, 
And if you're a Democrat politician with Joe Biden, Joe Biden is the godfather. And every other politician in Delaware is at best a lower capo. So on the question of who's going to be the U.S. attorney in the state of Delaware, every Democrat senator, every Democrat politician has great incentive to make sure that the big guy is taken care of. I don't know if David Weiss is actually complicit. Five years co- seems like a really yeah. long time. And, and you know, and I'm six asking years, you to turn six. six years, excuse me, six years to investigate is a really long time, especially when it's such a high profile case that involves so many issues with the presidency, with the vice presidency, when he's back in the vice president, and with the president's son. Is, would, would you have ever expected it to take this long? Look, it shouldn't have. It should have moved quickly. Weiss is either complicit in covering up for Joe Biden or at best he's incredibly weak and is allowing himself to be used as a patsy. Those are really the only options. Any U.S. attorney when any, with any integrity, if told, no, you can't ask about the big guy. No, you can't investigate. No, you can't find out when you see a text like the text, the WhatsApp to, to a Chinese official saying, I'm here with my father. No, you can't investigate. Any attorney general with a shred of backbone, or rather any U.S. attorney would say, I'm going to investigate these facts. And sure. if you don't want me to, fire me. That's what he should have done. There's no indication he did. And now he sends a letter, said, no, I had all the authority. All right, Weiss, you want all the authority on your part? Then you're the one that's covering up for Joe Biden. Pick it. Is it you or is it the attorney general who's engaged in obstruction of justice? Maybe the answer is you're the one who's engaged in obstruction of justice. Somebody is. Yeah. If what the IRS whistleblowers is saying is accurate, somebody is obstructing justice. And I'll tell you, I'm encouraged. I think the House is is, is on to this. Listen, listen to Speaker McCarthy and, and Jim Jordan here. Someone has lied here. If we find that Garland has lied to Congress, we will start impeachment inquiry. But you have to understand what we found out. First of all, I've got to thank these three chairmen. What Jim Jordan, what Comer has done, what Jason Smith has done, we wouldn't know any of this if we didn't win the majority. We would not know any of this if we didn't start the weaponization committee that Jim Jordan runs over. There are people now that are lying. And think of what transpired. They let the statute of limitation run out. Six years. These are the most serious allegations that he would get prosecuted over. But also remember, this is the timeline when his father was serving as vice president. Then they did not allow the prosecution. They let him off on paying hundreds of thousands of dollars on the taxes of what he transpired. Then they also tipped off his attorneys. His attorneys didn't even know he had a storage unit with papers in it. Why would they call and tell him ahead of time and say we're going to come a couple days later? They literally tipped off uh, the inaugural committee. They tipped off when they wanted to go see Hunter Biden before. No one else would get treated this way. But this is, goes direct conflict of what Garland has told members of Congress and Senate that Weiss had all power. And now we're finding that that's not true. So what we need to do, just like you do as anything else, bring everybody into the room. Let's look everybody in the eye. Who's lying here? Because you've got six people. You've got two IRS agents that have worked very hard on this. They have no axe to grind anywhere else. They just see that justice is not equal. You hear him talk about just the storage unit, and and many people mm-hmm. may not even understand this part of the story, so I think we should definitely shine a light on it. You had a storage unit that apparently Hunter Biden's own attorneys didn't even know existed. 
with documents that that clearly related to this case could have been damning criminally to Hunter Biden. They didn't even know it existed, and they were tipped off by the investigators about the storage unit. And then that we might want to see what's in the storage unit. If David Weiss knew that and was tipping them off, how is he not colluding with the Bidens? If the IRS whistleblower's allegations are true, he is. To tip off the subject of the investigation, hey, here's where we're going to search and here's what day. To tip off the subject of the investigation, hey, we're going to come question you on this date, get ready. That is actively frustrating the investigation. I'll tell you another development that we have. Also on June 30th, Hunter Biden's lawyer sent a long letter to the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee complaining about releasing the testimony. Yeah. Uh, Why? Why would he not want that testimony out there and, and complain well, about it? Well, he has a sweetheart deal. He wants the su- sweetheart deal to go through. And he says, this was really mean of you to release this testimony because it makes my client look really bad. And, so and, do you and, think they're really concerned that this plea deal a judge might say in yes. light of Yes. All that's come yes. out. It's impossible for me to give you this sweetheart deal. I, I don't know, but but it's bad. They're worried. It, it, it is. So the funniest part of, of this letter is, is on, on page eight of the letter. Yeah. And, and he reproduces the WhatsApp between Hunter and uh, uh, the Chinese official, Henry Zhao, who, who we've read that in the last couple of podcasts. It's the one where five times... Hunter made references to the man sitting next to me, the guy sitting next to me, my father. We, he makes clear, this is all about the big guy. So what is really funny, I said in each of the last three podcasts last week, if this WhatsApp is accurate, this is a smoking gun. This demonstrates that Joe Biden flat out lied. This demonstrates that Joe Biden was deeply involved in Hunter Biden's shakedown of communist China. And this demonstrates, if it's true and accurate, that the Biden DOJ is stonewalling and protecting the Biden White House. Now, I said there's one one possibility. Maybe it's not accurate. It could be a fraudulent document. We don't know that. That would be a possible defense. We talked about the laptop when the laptop first broke. I said, look, this could be fake. Hunter could come out and say, These, th- th- this laptop is not true, it's not mine. The Biden White House could come out and say, this laptop is not true, it's not mine. They never did that. Why did they not do that? Because it was true, because yeah. it was accurate. So here, this is his lawyer's first chance to respond to the WhatsApp, and I'm going to read you from the paragraph. So Jason Smith tweeted out two different things with the WhatsApp. And here's what the letter says. The screen grab images you posted are not real and contain a myriad of issues. Both include a photo of Mr. Biden, not from 2017, but from the White House Easter egg roll on April 2022, long after the purported message was sent. Both images portray the message in a blue bubble when WhatsApp messages are in green. One image superimposed the Chinese flag for contact ID when surely that was not how a text or contact was kept. And and one purports to be a screenshot with the dot, dot, dot of someone composing a text as in Apple's iMessage when that does not happen in WhatsApp. In short, the images you circulated online are complete fakes, and complete fakes is in italics. You know what is screamingly funny about this? They don't dispute a word of the message. Yeah, they don't say these messages or texts were never sent. They they don't dispute that Hunter sent it, 
sent it to a Chinese communist official, and five times referred to his father being sitting in the room, sitting next to him. They don't dispute that at all. They don't dispute that the money transferred almost immediately thereafter. That once Within Hun- a week. Once Hunter threatened retribution from daddy... Over 5 million showed up within a week. The Chinese communist money started flowing. So they don't dispute any of it. What they say is, well, you know, the tweet. It's not the, it's the, not the right color. So, so, like, the graphic designer took the actual text and framed it a little differently. You put a Chinese flag on it, damn it. We didn't have a Chinese flag on the tweet. We were just asking for money. Yeah. So we didn't put a, like, this is the, one of the funniest legal documents I've ever read. Because they use the word complete fakes, but what they don't say is fake is the actual text, text of it. And if that was the case, they would have said these words were never text, right? So any lawyer worth their weight would have known that's how you would have confronted this. Not that the bubbles are different with the remake. All right, let me ask you this, Ben. If when you came home, your wife said, I heard you went out and had Chinese food for dinner and then had sex with nine other women on the 50-yard line of the Dallas Cowboy Stadium. And your response was, I did not have Chinese food. <laughs> How much trouble would you a be A lot. In? Yeah, a lot. But It'd be a bad day. That's the equivalent yeah. of what happened here. Like, this is a smoking gun that implicates the president of the United States in official corruption, implicates DOG in co- covering it up, and they say... You guys put a Chinese flag on that. Yeah. That is their response. And much like Sherlock Holmes, the dog that did not bark, the absence of a rebuttal, here is an admission. That is a real message Hunter Biden sent. The only question now is, was Hunter telling the truth or lying? But interestingly, you know what? Hunter's lawyers don't say, oh, by the way, Joe Biden wasn't with him. Yeah. Those dates didn't match up. The president wasn't even the same city at the same time. None of that. And they know his schedule. Yep. They could figure that yep. out very easily. And they could have said, hey, here is the alibi. Joe Biden on this date was in this place, yep. nowhere close to Hunter Biden. They could clear it up just They're by that. They're not denying it because they know the corporate media will continue to lie and, and stonewall. Now, CBS has started to have a crack in the wall. We'll see if other corporate media outlets follow up. All right. I want to walk through, Breitbart had a, had a really good article that did a timeline of the corruption. And I think it's worthwhile. So I want to do this quick. Yeah. But run through the facts of the timeline. Of when the money started flowing in. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. But first, let me tell you about our friends over at Chalk. If you're a guy and you're getting a little bit older and you feel like you've lost a little bit of your strength and vitality, that just fatigue, that, that sitting around, that weakness, that not wanting to get up and go do things you used to love. You're not active like you used to. You're not working out like you used to. You're not alone. Testosterone rates have dropped off the charts right now, not just here, but all over the world. And that's where Chalk can help you. They can help you boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. You can get rid of that fatigue feeling and get back your strength and your energy. All you got to do is go to chalk, chok.com, chok.com, and you can pick out the male vitality stack. Now, I've been taking this now for several months, and I can tell you it works. So if you're getting a little bit older and you are ready to feel like you used to, maximize your testosterone by boosting your levels up to 20% over 90 days. Go to chalk, chok.com. 
Use the promo code BEN and you'll get 35% off your order. That's C-H-O-Q.com. Use the promo code BEN, 35% off. I'm Hannah Storm and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Senator, I, I want to go through this, and I'll let you start with number one. And, and for everyone that's listening, uh, we, we're doing this as a video version as well. So you can actually see this uh, this video, and you can share it on social media. But make sure you share this podcast, because all the points we're about to give you, outside of Breitbart, no one has yep. talked about this at all. Go ahead. Well, and make sure you subscribe both to video and audio. We typically do one video show a week. We do three audio shows a week, and, and so you want to catch them both. The article, by the way, this is from is an article in Breitbart that is entitled 19-point timeline, Joe Biden's infamous links to the family businesses. Point number one. In 2013, Hunter flew to China with Vice President Joe Biden aboard Air Force Two. During the excursion, Hunter introduced the vice president to his business partner, Jonathan Lee, the CEO of a company linked to Chinese intelligence. Ten days after the visit to China, Hunter secured a 10% interest in BHR Partners, a Chinese state-backed investment fund co-founded with Lee. The fund's capitalization was $1 billion. 2013. Move forward. Photos from 2014 revealed Joe Biden met with Hunter's Mexican business associates, a billionaire mogul, and his son in the vice president's office. The then vice president also flew Hunter and his partner, Jeff Cooper, on Air Force Two to Mexico City in 2016, where Hunter arranged to meet uh, the man's son for a meeting over, quote, a flippin' gigantic, that's the exact quote, a flippin' gigantic business deal, the Daily Mail reported. Mm, that sounds bad. Number three. In 2016, Hunter and Joe Biden flew aboard Air Force Two to Mexico, where Hunter met with a business associate from Mexico City. On the trip, Jeff Cooper, who ran a large litigation firm, Simmons Cooper, invested $1 million in Hunter and James Biden's now defunct 
hedge fund. I just wonder if that was a bad day. You go from a billion dollar loan to just a million dollars in investment. I like. I, I wonder if that's like downplaying hey, hey, it for them. Every million helps. Every million. That's true. Every million helps. Number four, a photo reportedly taken in 2014 shows Joe Biden golfing with Hunter and Devin Archer. Hold on, Senator. Didn't Joe Biden say he never talked about business with his son, his brother, or any of the family members ever? Only about a thousand times. Okay, so they're playing golf. He's playing golf with Devin Archer, Hunter's fellow board member at the Ukrainian gas company Burisma. Archer, who was imprisoned for fraud, is in talks to comply with the House Oversight Committee's subpoena regarding his knowledge of the Biden's family alleged $10 million Ukrainian bribe and additional Biden family business transactions. The photograph includes a fourth man who has not been identified. I wonder if we can figure out who he is. However, he is not Burisma's top executive or the founder, so wonder who that person is. Maybe the world can figure that one out. If only there were, say, investigative journalists that actually if only. investigated. Five, in 2015, Burisma was under suspicion of money laundering and public corruption. Prosecutor Victor Shokin was investigating the case before his termination due to pressure applied by then-Vice President Joe Biden, who threatened to withhold $1 billion in U.S. aid from Ukraine if the Ukrainian government did not fire Shokin. Joe Biden later bragged about the firing during a 2018 appearance at the Council of Foreign Relations. That would be the infamous <laughs> son of a bitch. They fired him. I want it five. I want to say son of a bitch next time, okay? So next time we go through a list, I want that line on my side. Fair enough. Number six, an FBI informant claims to possess two pieces of evidence that show Joe Biden received $5 million after threatening to withhold aid to Ukraine until Shokin was fired. House Oversight Committee Republicans told reporters after reviewing the Bureau's information informant file of that intel. Number seven. In 2015, the day after Joe and Hunter Biden met with foreign business partners at Cafe Milano, a very shishi restaurant in D.C., one of the men emailed Hunter Biden his thanks for, quote, the opportunity to meet your father. But remember, they never talk business. Number eight, Hunter and Joe Biden allegedly coerced a Burisma executive into paying them $10 million in bribes. We now know about the five and five. A source familiar with the FBI's informant document confirmed to Breitbart News. According to Senator Grassley, the FBI informant document said the founder of Burisma, who allegedly paid Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden, kept 17 audio recordings of his conversations with Joe and Hunter as, quote, an insurance policy. That may be the smartest guy in all of this. Well, and those would be the 17 audio re recordings that the deputy director of the FBI refused to admit to me under oath existed and refused for the FBI to provide them to Congress because the FBI is stonewalling for the Biden White House. Number nine, in 2015, Hunter and Joe Biden met with business associates from Ukraine, Russia, and Kazakhstan at a popular Washington, D.C. restaurant. Joe Biden was then vice president. They did a lot of business overseas. It's, it's interesting, these countries. Number 10, in 2017, Joe Biden penned a college recommendation letter for a child of Hunter's Chinese business partner, Lee, with whom Joe Biden also met with in China. I wonder if they talked business there. So this would be the same Jonathan Lee who put a billion dollars, was responsible for the billion dollars in the fund. Suddenly, Daddy Joe is writing a recommendation letter for his kid. Amazing. Look, that's... No business was connected. That was just friends. And, and that's very impressive that you have that conversation without discussing business. Number 11. 
In 2017, Hunter Biden stated in an email that Joe Biden was one of his, quote, new office mates after he, quote, went into business with the CEFC executive, according to The Washington Post. Hunter also made a key for Joe Biden to use at the House of Sweden in Georgetown. Hunter appeared to cancel the lease with the House of Sweden in 2018 after the CEFC energy deal failed in 2017. The Biden family had previously negotiated a deal with CEFC whereby Joe Biden, the big guy, would receive a 10% equity state in the joint venture. Hunter Biden's former business partner, Tony Bobulinski. Oh, yes. The same guy that came out right before the election saying, no one will listen to me, including the FBI, so I'll go public. Yeah, David Weiss wouldn't interview him. Wouldn't wouldn't put him in front of the grand jury. At least they met with him once, right, after that press conference, and then they never talked to him again. Number 12, in 2017, whistleblower Tony Bobulinski, one of Hunter Biden's many business partners, twice met with Joe Biden to discuss a business deal in China. Quote, I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden, Bobulinski stated. After Bobulinski dined with the former Vice President Joe Biden, his brother Jim Biden and and Hunter, they were all there to discuss their deal in China. Bobulinski messaged James telling him, thank Joe, quote unquote, for his time. Number 13, between between 2009 and 2017, Hunter business partner Eric Schwerin met with Vice President Joe Biden at the White House how many times? Not once, not twice, not six, not ten. 19 times, 19 times, Hunter's business partner. By the way, the 19 times Hunter's business partner met with Vice President Joe Biden at the White House, never discussed business any of those 19 times because Joe Biden says he doesn't talk business with any of the people that are making him, his brother, his son, his grandsons, his entire family stinking friggin' rich, never discusses business with any of them. 19 times. White House visitors' logs obtained by the New York Post revealed. Schwerin was the president of the infamous but now dissolved investment fund, Rosemont Seneca Partners. Number 14. In 2017, Hunter Biden demanded payment from the Chinese Communist Party-linked Chinese businessman Zhao while Joe Biden was sitting next to him, according to, I finally got a good one, Senator, according to a screenshot of the WhatsApp message from an IRS whistleblower. Quote, I am sitting here with my father, number one time he invokes his dad and we number two would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled the screen capture shows quote tell the director that i would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight and this would be the whatsapp that hunter's lawyers implicitly conceded was accurate and true in the text because their complaint was you put a chinese flag on that image we didn't have a chinese flag when we were out negotiating and shaking down the chinese communists number 15 just days after demanding to be paid by a CFC associate in a WhatsApp text with Joe Biden sitting next to him, Hunter Biden asked a second CFC business associate, Gongwen Kevin Dong, for $10 million in another WhatsApp text, noting the Biden family is best at, quote, doing exactly what the chairman wants. Let me repeat that again. Noting in another WhatsApp text, The Biden family is best at, quote, doing exactly what the chairman wants. In a message dated August 3rd, 2017, Hunter Biden told Kevin he wanted to quit squabbling over, quote, peanuts and settle on a firm deal by putting, quote, this to bed tonight and get to work. I am tired of this, Kevin. I can make five million in salary at any law firm in America. 
Let me pause for a second. <laughs> okay, Hunter Biden, to the best of my knowledge, has no legal skills at all, has not practiced law in any meaningful way. Nobody would pay Hunter Biden to represent them in a lawsuit. Nobody would pay Hunter Biden for legal work. If he can make $5 million in any law firm in America, it is purely because he's selling access to the big guy. That's all his business is. Yes, he has a law degree, but to the best of my knowledge, the guy never practiced law. And I say this as someone who earned a seven-figure salary at a law firm. I know what it actually entails to practice law and generate that kind of money. Hunter Biden has zero experience, but he confidently tells you, what he's really telling is, oh, look, there are lots of buddies of my daddy who would pay me $5 million because when they pay me $5 million, they get to talk to my daddy and he does them favors. Going back to this, quote, very simple, Hunter wrote, quote, 10 million per annum budget to use to further the interest of the JV. This move to 5 million is completely new to me and is not acceptable, obvious. How dare you offer me $5 million? I want $10 million. When I'm shaking you down, I want it all. Quote, if you think this is about money, by the way, that's not actually in it. The shaking me down is my commentary. What's, what's in it is what I say, quote. Quote, if you think this is about money, it's not. Quote, the Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. Let's not quibble over peanuts. Chris Clark, Hunter Biden's attorney, admitted the 2017 WhatsApp text demanding money from a CCP-linked businessman while sitting next to his dad was indeed Hunter's message. Quote, the DOJ investigation covered a period which was a time of turmoil and addiction for my client. Quote, any verifiable words or actions of my clients in the midst of a horrible addiction are solely his own and have not connection to anyone in the family. Mind you, they're saying my client is a drug addict. And so the fact that he was shaking down Chinese communists on behalf of his father, who was allegedly sitting next to him, is not his father's fault. Yeah, because he's a drug addict. It's the demon drugs. Yeah. It, it's not the daddy. The drugs made me do it, and my dad just happened to be sitting there with me a part of it. Number 16, in 2018, two years after Joe and Hunter Biden flew to another country, by the way, let's throw it on the list, Mexico, to meet with Cooper. Hunter texted Cooper about a deal he had in the works with a new business partner named Slim. The New York Post reported, spoke to my dad, quote unquote, about Slim, asked Hunter, said to Cooper. Oh, that sounds so effing good, Cooper responded. You know, it's really hard to talk to dad about Slim's request when you don't talk to dad about business deals. Yeah, because that whole text exchange was about business. You know what? Maybe Slim was asking dad to write a letter of recommendation for Lee's son. Could happen. That has nothing to do with business. You should be a lawyer. There you go. Number 17. (laughs) Anyone want to pay me $5 million? Yeah, you'll do it. Well, $10 million. Come on. Anybody pay me $5. God bless. I Number mean, 17. Let's not, let's not, let's not, what is it over peanuts? Is that what they call five million? Those are expensive peanuts. That's, a, that's one hell of a those peanut. Those are macadamia nuts. <laughs> the, 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 those are, the, 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 we're not talking the Mr. Peanut, yeah. the monocle stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. Those are high end. Those are the great Poupon of nuts. You can't find it at Costco is yes. what you're saying. Number 17. In 2018, Joe Biden called Hunter Biden and left a voicemail about a business deal with the Chinese energy company CEFC. The voicemail revealed the Biden family's concern that sensitive information was included in a New York Times article about Hunter Biden's involvement with CEFC chairman Yi Jianming. Hey, pal, it's dad. It's 8.15 on Wednesday night. 
If you get a, get, get a chance, just give me a call. Nothing urgent. I just wanted to talk to you. That's what Joe Biden said. But he continued, I thought the article released online, it's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think you're clear. And anyway, if you get a, get a chance, give me a call. I love you. That's how the message concludes. Definitely not talking about business there. No. Not no, at no. all. Because the article, you know. Had the, nothing to do but business, but we're the, not The article about was business. about Mahjong. Yeah. It, it was not about the corrupt business deals. It had nothing to do with corrupt business deals. Mind you, you just read it and said, okay, I think you're in the clear right here. Okay, wow. Whew. They didn't report the bad stuff on this one. It is the Times. They have our back. Not, not bad. Not, not bad for Peanuts Day work, right, with the cash there. Number 18, but first let me tell you about Patriot Mobile, the only conservative cell phone company in the U.S. If you are just sick and tired like I am and you're ready to fight back with your dollars, giving your money to woke companies, switch to Patriot Mobile. They give you amazing nationwide coverage. You get to keep your same cell phone number you have right now if you want to, your same cell phone you have in your hand, and you get the best nationwide coverage that you can get. They have deals with all three major carriers, so you don't have to worry about coverage. Now, here's what you get in return. Not only do you get great service, but every time when you pay your bill, you're actually standing up for what you believe in. We're talking about standing up for First and Second Amendment. We're talking about standing up for unborn children. We're talking about helping with adoptions. We're talking about standing with our first responders, our wounded warriors, because Patriot Mobile takes a portion of your bill every month. And they give it back to conservative and Christian causes that you want to stand with. That's why I love this company. So if you've got a cell phone, stop giving it to woke corporations and stand with a company that fights for our values. 878-PATRIOT's the number. That's 878-PATRIOT. Or online at patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Use the promo code verdict and you'll get the best deals of the year plus free activation. 878-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com. Number 18. In 2019, Hunter Biden revealed to his daughter that Joe Biden collected, quote, half my family for 30 years, the money, salary, my salary for 30 years. Hunter reportedly paid thousands of dollars for Joe Biden's house repairs from the money reportedly obtained from selling access to Joe Biden. Quote, I hope all of you can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. That's the text, quote-unquote, from Hunter. It's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, that would be Joe Biden, I won't make you give me half your salary. Holy cow. That's a lot of money if you're not that, talking about business. That, 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 that's nasty. All right, number 19, the last on the list. In 2023, former Obama White House stenographer Mike McCormick alleged that the FBI had ignored Joe Biden's role in the family's foreign influence peddling conspiracy in Ukraine. McCormick, who told the New York Post he has relevant information implicating Joe Biden in the family business affairs in Ukraine, submitted a tip to the FBI in February. McCormick said he had never heard back from the FBI. That's a pattern. Yeah. The same law enforcement agency which allegedly shut down the investigation of Hunter's abandoned laptop from hell. According to McCormick, Biden's former national security aide, Sullivan, told reporters on April 21st, 2014, on Air Force Two, as an anonymous, quote, senior administration official, that the United States intended to help Ukraine's natural gas industry. Unknown to the public at the time, Hunter Biden was already a board member of Burisma, interestingly enough, a Ukrainian natural gas company. 
Hunter's position on the board was not disclosed by the company until May 12, 2014, nearly a month after Sullivan's statement to reporters. Senator, I, I'm going to say this because this list right here needs to go viral. Everyone that's listening or watching, if you're listening, go grab the video off YouTube and share it. The Facebook video of this will be up there as where you can share that on Facebook on that platform. But this needs to be seen so everyone knows yes, the timeline yes. now. And, and I hope all of you will share it on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you are on social media, and make this go viral because without conservatives that are listening and watching to this show, this information never gets out. And I, 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 I need to say this more often. Thank you for everybody that gets involved. We have so many people that take what we do here each week and share it. So thank you, because this is how we fight back. But this must get out to the public. And, and, and I and think it's starting to change. Subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe to the audio podcast. You can do that wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe to YouTube. The YouTube page will give you the video. Typically, it's one a week is video. All yep. three a week are audio. So you should subscribe to both. Give them five-star reviews. Urge your friends to do the same. The corrupt corporate media gives you none of this information. So if you want to know what's actually going on, that is the point of this podcast. Yeah, and, and look, I love that we're – I feel like the pendulum is starting to, to flip here a little bit on this story, and it's because people are telling their family and friends, and that's what it takes. So all of you, thanks for joining us as always. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we do the show. If there's big breaking news in between, we do it. Don't miss an episode, as the senator just said. Hit that follow button if you're listening on Apple. Hit the subscribe or download button if you're listening on another platform. It's always free, the show. And we'll see you back here in a couple of days. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.